0: means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: Hello, SEO 101 listeners. WebmasterRadio.fm introduces over 101 reasons to love your smartphone even more. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to SEO 101 Live every Monday or download thousands of past episodes or download shows like SEO Rockstars, Search Pulse, The Daily Search Cast, and more. Download the Webmaster Radio.fm mobile app for iTunes and Google Play now.
0: Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse... And get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101. SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm
1: is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing. And today my co-host John Carcutt can't make it. Uh, he's been just swamped these days. In fact, uh, we're both uh, pretty busy, but I wanted to make up for Monday's lack of a live show and uh, get this out there. So I hope... Uh, Hope everyone's having a great week. Today is uh, actually a, a, a Wednesday, so we're doing a little later. But uh, anyways, uh, today I'm going to be answering some questions from our listeners on, that came from the community, the uh, Google Plus community for SEO 101. And I'm also going to get into a bit of news. So how you doing today, Brasco? He's going to be helping me out today.
2: Oh, no, really good. I, I appreciate that you have a... Uh... Uh, maybe it's just called Canadian guilt, I guess, because you you, you do feel so bad. And I know you express it so much um, off the line when we can't do the show together.
1: Yeah, well, you know what? I, I'm perhaps it's because I'm hearing more and more just how much people enjoy this show and and seem to get a lot out of it and it. Oh, I, I think that's so cool. I want to keep that up. I, I would hate for it to go back and you, slide you, backwards at all.
2: You flashed 30,000 at Google Plus and Facebook, and now you're like, uh-oh, now I have to live up to the expectations. <laughs> Ooh. <Keep her> listening? <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and today is the day I get to uh, finally get my condenser mic back in action again. I've got a boom to hold it. and oh, It's much better. Before, I had to bend over and practically eat the thing to get any sound. So this is a lot better.
2: No, there, and then there's a big difference, you know, when and you think about um, when, when some shows are just, you know, and you're not the first one because I know Yostavak when he did a show with us, he also had this. You should have seen a picture of the whole setup he had. He had the sound card in there, got a nice big condenser, spent a couple hundred bucks on it, and then like, but you – Stepped it up a notch because you got the arm that we use in our studios to go and do this. Like, you stepped it up <laughs> to a whole new level altogether.
1: Yeah, baby. <laughs> if you
2: ever do a webcast, it's going to look cool on radio. You know, be like, hey, look, you know, and but webcast is a little too much. I mean, at least you guys can be out there on camera. I'll kind of just stay in the background behind the scenes.
1: Yeah, I don't think people need to see me like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's just... <laughs> I want to keep people watching you know, or listening, and that would be too good. Well, the only so, thing they would uh,
2: see is like you're just tired, like you know that's that's all you would really see is just you're kind of tired and like well, after a long day of work, especially when we tape the show at the end of the more towards the afternoon. So,
1: yeah, yeah, well, it's been it's been busy lately. I've got lots of things going on. I'm excited to say that uh, a while back I mentioned on the show that I was going to launch a uh, sort of a a, uh, a web marketing knowledge base and. Uh, And it's going to be a a subscription-based, well, it's almost ready. I've actually finished up the, let's call it a beta version of it today. And we're not launching it for a week or so, but it's coming together and it's going to be absurdly cheap. It's just uh, to start with 49 bucks a year. And uh, it's just going to be a place where my my team can put in all we know as we go throughout our day. And it's targeted 100% for small business. So I'm hoping that... uh, all those guys out there that can't afford services will find it really helpful.
2: How well did the Google authorship manual that you uh, passed along a couple weeks back? How'd that turn out?
1: I saw a lot of people reading it. Uh, haven't really got much feedback from it. I'm kind of surprised, but whatever. On, it, I'm, I'm hoping it helps a few people. That's all that really mattered. Well, let's get to this here. Uh, so on to news now. Uh, Matt Cuts has posted that he that the the actual spam network at uh, or. Spam prevention team have internationalized their spam algorithms for over 40 countries. So I, I found that really interesting because, you know, working with clients from different parts of the world, it's always astonished me just how differently all think. Well, apparently the same thing goes for spammers. <laughs> they all use different tactics, and and it's it's all about, uh, um, I guess, what works in their particular world, part of the world. And anyways, I, I found that kind of interesting. Um I can't even imagine what kind of stuff they have in each one of them, but they'd be pretty fascinating, about to get a peek, beyond that, peek under that hood. Uh, <clears throat> now in terms of uh, Google+, over the last while there's been a lot of talk about how it's influencing rankings, but Google has been very, very clear that they are not using it to influence rankings, so it, it's caused a bit of a stir. and and, and I, I don't know. I honestly don't care that much. I know it's going to co- it's going to be a, a part of their algorithm very soon if it's not right now. Um, and frankly, there's no reason you shouldn't be on Google Plus using it as though it does because soon it will. So get the most benefit out of it if you can. Um, now, in terms of what's working right now, I'm finding that communities are p- particularly powerful. Um, I, I've just been astonished at how much activity there are in different communities. Uh, Of course, the SEO 101 form, our community, is a great example. Um, But that's even tiny in comparison to some of the other ones. For example, there's an interior decorating form uh, run by a a friend of mine who um, went from 3,000 to 6,000-plus members in just a couple months. And it's fabulous. Like You should see the stuff they do. They do a hangout every week where they they invite everyone and they talk about the latest and greatest uh, trends. They bring on different speakers. Uh, do lots of interviews, and it's all free, all open. And it's truly amazing for their business. Uh, And it's just a great example of how Google Plus just gives you a a platform that's really unheard of in comparison to things like Facebook, where everyone seems to be staying, um, to, well, frankly, anything that I've seen yet. Uh, Anyways, I strongly recommend Google Plus. Again, yes, it's possible it's not officially having any impact on Google rankings. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of smarter people out there that believe it does. They're, we all know that they're trying it. They're testing it. They've, they've even said that. Um, but apparently, quote-unquote, it's not having impact on it yet. Have you heard anything different, Brasco? And, like, I know you listen to quite a few of the shows because you're always recording them. Of course.
2: Well, no, I'm just kind of more interested about the fact that how Google+, Plus, you know, Everybody might have criticized it several years ago and how much of an impact it is now in our community where Facebook is really taking a back seat.
1: Yeah, like, well, and the thing is, and, and it's the one thing that I, I always have a difficult time with. If I'm talking to my family and I'm talking about Google Plus, I'm saying, yeah, oh, you got to get on there. I realize that maybe they don't. The thing is, it's such a different platform. It's not a place where you go and talk about your day, uh and this funny thing that happened, I mean, you can, don't get me wrong, but it's not nearly as engaging as it is within Facebook where you see people and you feel like you're talking to a group of people. Um, it's a little bit cavernous at times on Google+. Plus. Uh, I, I, that's one thing that's always bothered me. Facebook, I love using it for interacting with friends and family. So. Well,
2: but think of the thought leaders that you also see that are engaging in Google+, that will also participate in Hangouts on a regular basis. I mean... You know, I mean, first of all, there are a lot of hangouts, and people are taking advantage of the fact that they can create basically live YouTube web chats. I mean, what was it, uh, during Hedger Show last week? Shoe Money was doing a nice long hour and a half, you know, diatribe about himself and what kind of work he's been doing, you know, in terms of business, and just kind of taking questions from the audience and just sitting back there and just chatting away. And you know, we know David Harry's been doing some regular hangouts out there, and he'll have what mm-hmm. ten people at a time, and you get these great conversations and. Some great ideas being brought out there. It's just that's – it's more community than you could say than – because you're taking away anybody that's family or anybody that's like socializing. It's like it's the business environment is on Google Plus more than it is anywhere else.
1: Yes, and it's – I find it truly leads to business. Like uh, it's been incredible for me. I can't say enough about it. Um, Now, the other thing I'm also using it for is meetings. Powerful for Google Hangouts. Like if I want to meet with a new client or a new new person, they can see me. There's an extra trust factor there. Technically, that's <coughs> been around for a while. You've got Skype, all these different things, but there's just something so cool about using Google Plus, and so easy too. Um, it's essentially coming with Chrome, so you've already got it in many cases. Uh, it's a small install. If there's anything else you need to do, and voila, you're done. And almost everything comes with a, a, a webcam. And
2: I think the layout that they actually changed uh, last few months when they went to a more of an Instagram, Pinterest kind of look was – or actually more like a Pinterest look. That look actually I think is what really stood out and looked so much better than what they had before. The last layout change was a significant difference.
1: Yes, yes. And and the other thing too is Skype doesn't allow you to screen share anymore unless you've got a premium membership. So Mm -hmm. you know, that's huge. Google Plus, you can do it. It's free. Yep. I love that word, free. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) anyway, um, let's get get on to some of the questions. I'll answer one question here before we go to a break. It's uh, by Scott B. He says, uh, the title is Fiverr Gig. (laughs) What you're getting here is one backlink on a high PR domain. We are providing the content for the following topics. Okay, sorry. What I should preface this with is this is a advertisement he wants to know more about. And this is something he found on Fiverr. What you're getting here is one backlink on a high PR domain. We are providing the content for the following topics. Go to the link to see topics. All you need to do is, so they got a link there. <laughs> what am I doing here? Anyway, all you need to do is, one, provide a topic. Two, provide a URL. Three, a keyword. We provide high PR blog and unique content on an aged domain. So Scott's question is, I know cheap quality backlinks can hurt, but could this hurt your website? And, and universally, the answer was yes, it could hurt your website. I mean, it, if it's cheap, <laughs> it's going to bite you in the butt. Um, I guess that's rather I don't know, skeptical, but uh, it's not even the word for it, but it, pessimistic. But the fact of the matter is, um, I have yet to see cheap links deliver quality over the long run. You might get a bit, a bit of a boost right now. Hey, if you're looking for the, the existing boost without anything long term, you're going to be jumping into the black hat gray hair area, area and and that kind of stuff uh, I just don't recommend but hey it would work perhaps in the short term in any case if you're going to Fiverr for SEO I, I I'd, I'd want to reach through and give you a shake don't go there it's the place where you will you'll you'll regret you you will hundred percent regret it regret it um, you might get a tip or two you know uh, hey uh, I guess I could do that if I wanted to hey for five bucks I'll, t- I'll give you a tip on uh SEO for Facebook or you know whatever you want to call it um in any case i guess there are ways to make it work but at this point i haven't seen anything that's less than shady so, on SEO so that said let's take a quick break when we get back we got some more questions to answer SEO
0: 101 will be back right after recess
2: Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts fang digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at Fangdigital.com. that's f-a-n-g digital.com day is done time for happy hour you're already done for the
1: day
2: Learn more at www.infusionsoft.com slash
0: radio. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Search Kingdom. We explore the world of search marketing, give in-depth analysis inside the important industry headlines, and interview with the most important industry thought leaders. Search Kingdom, on demand inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over, and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
1: Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hosted by Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing. That's me. And my co-host, who can't make it today, John Carcut. Unfortunately, he's just swamped. So uh, I'm taking over, making sure that we get an episode in this week. And thanks, to Brasco, I've got someone to talk to.
2: Hi. You got it? Hey.
1: So, in terms of questions, we've got lots to go through. Um, Now, these aren't questions that haven't been answered. Thankfully, our community is so supportive. All these have been answered, if not well, most of them anyway. Uh, But I wanted to bring them up on the air because some of them are just, well, they're great. So, this next one's from uh, Ibro. I'm sorry. I hope I'm saying your name right. Um, He says, I'm looking for a domain name currently. Can anyone tell me if placing little dashes between words affect SEO? Does it still give relevance to the words or are those counterproductive? Let me know. Well, okay. Essentially, I, to give you an idea, I gave, I had a domain a while back that had hyphens in it. I just let it expire. The, the reason why is it doesn't... It's it's not a big help. I mean, if you can't get a domain with keywords in it, and you re, like uh, a string of domains without hyphens, but you really, really want that keyword in the domain, all right, maybe it's worthwhile then. Um, I still do see some real benefits for exact match domains no matter what google says i should rewind that a little bit and just say that the the sites that i use exact match domains on i'm also using that same text as the name of the site so that it's actually in the text of the site so i guess it could be that it's just the actual content that's getting at the rankings but in any case exact match domains i, I think really set a good precedent for your marketing um, but hyphens simply don't make a difference you get the one with the hyphens, without the hyphens, they're just as powerful. Um, so don't worry about that. Uh, I would go for a domain that simply looks good and has the right words that you want and represents the company. Okay, thanks, Hebrew. The next question comes from Von B. He says, currently, my blog is a subdomain of my primary domain. However, I like the look or layout of my blog. It's a great theme. And I would like to redirect my domain to it as my main page, main page that people land on. Is this going to hurt my SEO? Is there a downside? Well, I've actually had to look this through a few times because, frankly, there's a lot of uh, variables that I'm going to have to take for granted here. Uh, For example, um, if you're going to redirect your domain to your blog page, uh, I'm assuming then you're not going to keep the subdomain. So in that case, you would take blog.domain.com and you would... And this is the best way I can think of doing it. You would then merge it into domain.com and use that theme that you used for the blog in the new domain. Uh, really, at that point, you can then make the home page the, the actual blog. I don't know, there's a lot of stuff you're going to have to change here, man. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to be very uh, logical. Um, in terms of the amount of work you're going to have to do. But yeah, it it can be done. It's just you're going to be messing around with a lot of links, and the downside uh, could be some serious dips in rankings while you make all these significant changes. Uh, Because not only are you changing around an existing website, but you're taking a blog that was on a subdomain and moving it to essentially, although it is the same domain, you're moving it completely out of that uh, it, Subdomain. It's, it's significant. So um, I wouldn't do it unless you absolutely have to. But if you do, um, just understand that there is going to be a downside. There's likely going to be a dip in rankings. And uh, it may take a little while to get back because you're going to have to build up a little credibility or at least reassure Google, once it comes back a few times to index it, that there's nothing shady going on and that you still have high-quality content. So that's my bit. The next question comes from James S., Has anyone ever heard of a bot that automatically generates backlinks? Our company keeps receiving thousands of spammy backlinks a week, and apparently it's believed that the former SEO had a bot automatically generate backlinks. I'm not well-versed enough to know if this is even a possibility. Unfortunately, yes, that is a possibility. Um, You know, it's always, I've heard a lot about people saying that uh, past employees have, Done something to try and tarnish their domain by building links, etc., etc. It more often than not turns out to be just a uh, um, you know, old wives' old wives' tale, just something to scare everyone. Uh, most employees aren't that vindictive and don't really know how to do it. If they did know how to do it and they did it right, um, they could have used uh, a scraper. Uh, I think it's called scraper. I haven't actually used it yet. I've I've been planning on testing it because there's a lot of uh, white hat methods for using it for research, but. Uh, it, essentially, it can go through scrape and and actually do blog or comment posting and, and really really harm someone's link network. Um, so the, the idea of it, of course, isn't to harm. It's technically supposed to help you for rankings, but that's when people don't know what they're doing because that kind of uh, link building is not effective. Comments, I don't know why people are still doing it. Uh, the fact of the matter is that's stuff that Google routinely ignores, uh, as it should, because it's so rampant with spam. Uh, how about you guys, uh, uh, Brasco? Do you guys get a lot of uh, comment spam?
2: Oh, on our website. <laughs> I mean, you you know, uh, if if I had a dollar for every piece of spam that comes up that says "free purses," "free this and that," I have great blog. I can't believe how well this blog is made. You made this with this great blog.
1: <laughs> I know. I get this all the time too. I give
2: up. I gave up a long time ago when I tried to try to put it together and then I mean cause for the longest time look if I had to go to your go to the su11 site or on our back side there's like what 20,000 comments right now and there may be like two of them are for real I mean it's horrible no kismet. well I think you know what there should be something else besides blog comments because honestly where do you see anybody that truly does you know comment on a blog not not a whole lot of sites get those kind of comments
1: it's pretty tough. I mean, especially nowadays when there's so many blogs out there, but you know, if, if you've got a real following, like we, we do, we certainly get quite oh, a few. Um, it's, it's the matter is, uh, it's tough to filter out the noise. And, uh, thankfully Akismet, which is what we use for our blog plugin for comment spam, does a good job. Um, and it has been trained a bit better. I think it took us a while, but our, our site, it seems to understand a bit better. What uh, is spam and what isn't on our site. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we mostly get the good stuff come through, but man alive, there's a lot. It's, uh, as soon as you get your site gets any kind of traffic, and they it gets up on their radar, good luck. You better have some sort of spam filter on it. Ugh. I've actually had clients come back to me and say, I don't, I just can't do this anymore. I'm tired of going through all these comments. I'm like, you don't have a Kismet? You didn't? Like, we told you about a Kismet. <laughs> Install it, and they just can't believe the difference. So. Uh, thank God those things are around. Well, on that note, let's take a quick break. and we come back, uh, I've got a couple more questions to answer and uh, see if I can fill you in on any other news, if there's anything that stands out.
0: SEO 101 will be back right after recess.
2: Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Learn more at www.infusionsoft.com slash radio. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis.
0: Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. On demand anytime inside the entertainment channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
1: Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hosted today by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing Inc. And Brasco, our friendly producer. Hey! Unfortunately, yes! <laughs> and fortunately, it's because John can't make it today. He's just overwhelmed and then... Totally understand. I hope he has a good day and doesn't, you know, get some sleep. I know what it's like I haven't been sleeping much. Being pretty busy around here too. Well, <clears throat> the next uh, question here is uh, it's very interesting. It's from Mark. He's uh, always posted a lot on our community. He says he spent a de- he spent the delayed, the day deleting old content. Upon reflection, he's he didn't think that some of his earlier articles added any value to his site, so he's deleted them. And that brought up a lot of questions. He says, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, I don't really think you should ever delete content. If it's there, just let it stay there. Um, and, you know, that, that spawned uh, you know some discussion. And really what it comes down to is, yes, if it's extremely thin content, there's probably no disadvantage to removing it. Um, thin content, would Mark rightfully acknowledged were uh, blog posts of maybe 400 words or less, um, really they're just fluff in a lot of cases. They may have something of value at the time, but over time they just fade. Um, Those would be okay to remove. Ideally, however, uh, what I recommend doing is taking a number of posts that perhaps by themselves don't do a lot, but all together have the same relevance. Say they're all about uh, the Panda update for Google, but they don't by themselves, like I say, have a lot of, of, of stamina. Take them create a new post merging all the information there that you create you you'd originally had all separated in all those different posts and also update it you know make it into something of worth then redirect those other posts those older thinner posts to this one so that way any any page rank or uh, any kind of uh, link popularity you built on those other posts get properly redirected to this new post so you, it, it gets a bit of a boost right at the top And really, frankly, even if there wasn't anything to pass along, people at least won't find a broken link. They're going to find those old, thin links, go right directly to a a brand new article that's really up to date and answers their questions. That provides a really good, usable website for anyone who's uh, hunting around for info. And really, that's what you want. You want them to come back. You want them to think, this is a good site. I'm going to come back or I'm going to sign up for your newsletter, whatever our conversion point may be. So, uh, you know, just keep in mind that thin content isn't always bad. It can be converted into some pretty good news. So uh, uh, don't just completely delete them unless you're absolutely sure. So with that said, if you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page, easily found by searching SEO 101 on Google Plus. You can also email me via ross at stepforth.com. And, or you can reach John. um, He'll be on next week for sure. And his Twitter account is at John Cartcutt. That's the best place to reach him via Twitter. Have a great weekend, everyone. And I hope you uh, turn into the next episode, which is on 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on webmasterradio.fm. Thanks, everyone.
2: Thanks for listening, everybody. are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited
0: you should be saving for the future but savings accounts suck and investing can be scary we combine the ease of saving with the real returns of investing we call it Save Vesting and it's only available in our new app Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor.
1: Visit stairsapp.com today.